0: Daily Dribble. And welcome back to the Daily Dribble podcast, guys. As always, I'm your host, Nick Zammett. The band is back together Mm. after a little hiatus due to COVID. Joining us. After a week off, oh, might I say, Mr. Lee Hancock?
1: Gotta say, it feels good to be back. I it's nice. know it's only to be a, back. I know it was only a week, but to me, it felt like a bloody eternity.
0: I did. It and did, and although we had a little bit of separation anxiety, we, we managed did. to get an episode out last week. We did. Also joining us, Mr. Roy Hancock. Yeah, how are we going? It, how ha- good is it to back, like back on the couch today. The lads are here, fit and firing, aren't we? Back oh, in the studio.
2: It's like we never left. But um, yeah, there was a big hole with Lee not here last week, wasn't there? But. <laughs> Glad that we could still get the ep out, Nick, and I'm um, oh, looking forward to this week as well. I'll
0: tell you what, we do have a... Uh, you know what I'm going to say. It's good, It's a massive episode yeah. installed today. Put it on uh, repeat. On repeat. I can pretty much just plug that into our That's normal intro. Starts. Yep. It is a massive episode. We are approaching both the playoffs for the NBL and the NBA, mm-hmm. and with that, today we're going to look at the all-NBA teams. It's probably one of the hardest things to decide throughout the year, and especially mm-hmm. at the back end, trying to condense, I guess... The league's talent, overall yep. the talent in the league, down to 15 players and into three teams. Yes.
2: It's not an easy feat,
0: is it? No, mm. and it's going to probably be a bit of a spark for debate, not only amongst us, but also our listeners. So we're looking forward to hearing what you guys think of that. Mm. Um, we'll also do our first team for all-rookie and all-defence. Yep. Before hey. we get into that, though, guys, we'll rip through some odds and ends, a couple of quick points from both the NBA and N- NBL that's occurred throughout the week. Before we get into that, though, bit of housekeeping. A big shout-out to both the Spotlight Sports Network and the cover. We really appreciate it. It's awesome to be, I guess, part of two networks, one in Australia, one in the US, that are really helping up-and-coming sports podcasters and sports enthusiasts to, I guess, share their creative side with the world. So we Mm, really appreciate what both of those entities are doing there. As well, guys, be sure to check out all of our socials, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, TikTok. Big emphasis on the Instagram this week. Big (laughs) shout-out, Ro. You've taken it under your wing.
2: Yes. We've got the reels happening now. We're We've just... got the reels happening. Um, no, We've th- them in, mate. It's, we're, it's, yeah, we're reeling them in, reeling the views in, i tell you I that was... much. But <laughs> um, goodness me. No, it's, um We thought it was time to integrate a bit of video content into the Instagram and, yeah, it's been going well. Because so, you want and... to see
0: the faces behind the, yeah. uh, behind the mice, don't you? They're great They're little good. teasers as well. Absolutely. Teasers to go watch
2: the episode. You know? So yes. if
0: that doesn't entice you to check out the episode, I don't know what will. Speaking of the episodes, <laughs> be sure to like, subscribe, Share, wherever you listen to the show we really appreciate all the continued support yep awesome let's do it guys some odds and ends here let's start with the big news that came out during the week real big news for you here right Ro, mm-hmm. with rod win Will- uh rod hot rod rod hot rod. rod williams <laughs> suffering a meniscus tear in his left knee he mm-hmm. has since undergone surgery this week but he's looking at four to six weeks mm-hmm. on the sidelines so mm-hmm. as a best case scenario looking at a second round
2: return there yeah so from what i've heard it's sort of towards the four weeks which will put him back in contention for that second round. Obviously the Boston Celtics have to get past the first round for him to they even do. you know be in consideration of coming back, but oh, it's such such bad news for a team that's been defensively one of the best teams in the league this 100%. year, particularly in the back half of the year. Yep. Um, and he was a key anchor behind why we've been so good defensively he well, and that Marcus too, Smart. big
0: lineup with him and Horford. Yep. Horford's more the kind of the, the stand and deliver where yep. Williams kind of brings out athleticism. Like he's yep. been phenomenal this year and has really kind of come into his own. Yep. One of the top like a premier big man within the league. I guess it's lucky they got Ticey back. In yes. the end no oh, Who would have yeah. thought would be saying that? If oh, they I if, love
1: Ticey. If they didn't they'd be in a bit of trouble right now but who, who are they starting Ticey now or are they starting fourth?
0: Uh, well, Horford was starting before. I think they've just
2: running with the one big lineup. I reckon at the moment. Yeah, it, yeah. The, that's the thing. Without Rob Williams, because they've a got lot Grant of, Williams in the starting lineup yeah, you now with with Smart, Tatum, Brown, and Horford. Yeah. Yes. Now, Rob Williams to me is sort of like Brook Lopez is to the Bucks in terms of. I think without Rob Williams, I struggled to see us going to you know, for example, the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay. With Rob Williams. I, the sky's the limit for the Celtics. Well, they jumped
0: to the number one seed during the week. Mm. Uh, you know, it's horrible timing because it did coincide with that injury there. Good yep. news, though, that it is only that four to six weeks and hopefully mm. can get back for a second round um, second round matchup there. So yep. it is a I big loss so. now. Just on that on that basis, Row, what you've seen, if he comes back, they successfully make it to the second round, what do you give their chances of a title here? As our resident Celtics mm. man with your green hat on, <laughs> do you think hat. they're a legitimate threat?
2: Uh, yes. Yeah, I do. I do. Um, yep. It took me a while this year to, or it took the Celtics a while to get up and going. And um, I think it took me a while to sort of, you know, gather that we will be a legitimate yep. threat if we play like we have in the back half of the year where we've arguably been the best team You've got the league's
0: best defence. Yeah, Yeah.
2: absolutely. So, I mean, long answer short, I think with a full-strength roster, we can go all the way. I have no doubts about that. Lee
0: feels very reminiscent of what the Hawks did last season, Mm. started the season slowly, flipped the coaches around, and now they made the Eastern Conference Finals. Mm. Do you Mm -hmm. think that's a similar turnaround for the Celtics here? They didn't fire their coach, but nevertheless, that second-half turnaround... poised for a, fi- a conference finals do you think they're in the
1: east is it a possibility it's, I mean it's so hard because as you could ask it for so many teams in the east and yeah. I'd be like yeah but mm. unfortunately not all of them can make it yes I think I think Celtics have a good of a chance as all of the other you know real contenders do in yes. the east yeah. um and especially if Rob Williams is there then that they're,
0: they're going to be, you know. yeah, I, they're agree, gonna be in I agree mm. your team partly because I love bashing on Euro and the Celtics Lakers <laughs> Rivalry, rivalry there yes. but i i've become a bit of a believer now as well i think you know i, I still would probably have the bucks above mm-hmm. them possibly the 76ers the nets are scary when they're at full strength um but the celtics are right in and around the mix now so yeah. they're going to uh, going to turn some heads it's going to be a fascinating playoffs there in the east looking forward to that mm-hmm. guy that's out rob williams guy that's coming back in Gordon Haywood.
1: After, what I, I feel like it's been several months that he's been out. Yeah, it's um, been a very long time. So he's coming back uh, in, in the next couple of games versus Philadelphia 76ers. Mm-hmm. The Hornets have been great without him. They've held their own. They've secured that playing spot. Mm. They're because, kind of
0: like a roller coaster. They yeah. had that big, big dip, and now they've started to just get the
1: ship back on track mm. when it matters most. And it's surprising because in the past, I'd say, two years, they've had a horrid end of the season run. Um, but they did have a very tough starting schedule to begin the season and they're kind of riding home with a lot of home games. Yep. Um, but what do we think, Gordon Haywood? Do we do we think it'll be easy to integrate
2: him back in or do we think it'll be a bit hard? Well, I think he was already integrated into yeah. that team. It's yes. sort of just picking up where you left off to a certain extent. So I don't think it's going to take a hell of a lot of um, adjusting from a Hornets perspective. Um, I think that's a huge inclusion. If you can get a healthy Gordon Haywood, um, you know the hornets have my eyebrows raised when it comes to the playoffs is it a,
0: is it a rock one eye it, it, or it, a
2: double? it's it, well yeah what it, have you got what
0: have you can you can we all do it
2: can we do in one no i i might no <laughs> i think you're alone there but you you could do it best anyway okay. um but no the, the hornets you are intriguing. is what am cooking Come um, on, the, the joke's they, gone. No, gone. Been and gone Overkill. All right. I tried to bring it back Flogging a, a dead horse, horse. Yeah. But no. yeah,
0: they are a fascinating team, aren't they? And that, they extra, are. that extra scoring option and ball handling Will be really, really beneficial yeah. to them yeah. I've
1: got to say With the exception of the Suns I think the Hornets have Probably the second best Chemistry among all the teams in the league, like the Suns are next level, they, they're they just dancing before games. But I don't know if you've seen like the Hornets locker room in their pregame, they're fun, they're fun.
0: Are they other are are the Bucks not fun though? Do it Well, it was fun when Robin Lopez was there in the WWE skits. <laughs> yeah, that is fun, yeah. I love that. Um, but yeah, no, and it makes such a difference, doesn't yeah. it? Especially if you're a team that doesn't have that top level of talent, you know, not taken away from LaMelo, Rosier, mm. and crew like, mm. but. You know that chemistry does play a really important factor into it. it. Definitely does. Excellent lads. During the week, the Pelicans signed undrafted. Sorry, I've got a little frog in the throat here. <laughs> a little well tickle. Who are they signed? Ah, uh, Jose Alvarado, undrafted mm, yes. player. They signed him to a four-year, six and a half million dollar deal. He's really, really been quite. Uh, I don't know what the word is. It's almost exciting to watch him the last couple yeah. of weeks. Have you seen the um the plays doing? Hiding at the back of the baseline so on the opposition inbounds and then kind of creeping his way behind Such them to get the steal. Well, he's here's a-, a snake. It looks like all the uh, the memes that were going around the RKO out of nowhere, it looks like he's coming
2: up ready to hit that. And well, he's very vitalized. He's already earned a nickname Grand Theft Aldorado. I
0: <laughs> did see that he's done it about five that. or six times now, and it's yep. um, but again, just another wicked story. It's very reminiscent of that Fred Van Vliet undrafted mm. getting the contract, and hopefully now he can really. Assert himself in the league at 23 years old, but um, that might be his
2: trademark move for the course of his career. Who I knows how long now? It's going surely, to last?
0: I think it's five or six we're up to. After the third time, when do you think teams would be like, look at it? We need to be pretty wary, but. Yeah. He's going like back and back further. Yeah, like he's finding new and inventive ways to hide now. It's he's incredible what bleaches. he's doing there. Yeah, it's yeah. awesome. And so-
1: he's a, he is a fun guy as well. I don't know if you've seen him mic'd up or at some of his press conferences, but again, like I was saying with the Hornets, he brings that fun chemistry, yeah. and that that brings
2: wins. He's full of confidence, isn't he? Absolutely,
0: yes. yeah. absolutely. Which is confidence is key in the, mm. the Pelicans are playing with confidence, and it's, mm-hmm. it doesn't bode well for my Lakers, who they play in a couple of hours today. Yes. Now, Boy. let me
1: let me ask because I am not sure because I've been seeing things. Are the Lakers out
0: of the plane? They're currently contention. Sitting, no, uh, no, not out of contention. They currently sit tie with the Spurs mm-hmm. uh, with the equal record, but the Spurs hold the tie break above them. Okay. Um. Yeah. That being said, looking through today's like if they lose to the Pelicans later today, it's effectively over. Yes. Um. Yep. Granted, even if they get a win. The Spurs and Pelicans have far easier schedules remaining, mm-hmm. so it's not looking great. I'm, I'm not, uh, I'm not throwing in the tower by any means. With LeBron on your team, anything's possible. Yeah. Speaking sure. of which, he's got to play three more games to qualify for that scoring title. So he's got to play three more. He went down with an ankle sprain during the week. Yep. Needs to get back for three. and needs to put up some points as well because Embiid and Giannis mm-hmm. are right there, chomping on his heels. Big game for both yesterday, so it's um, going to come down to the wire it's on that front. So close, it's like point, it's like
1: decimals. It is, close, uh, yeah.
0: But speaking yeah. about LeBron, just during the week, I don't know if you guys saw this. LeBron became the youngest player to record every kind of round number, every thousand milestone. So from one thousand, two thousand, all the way to thirty-seven thousand points, he's the youngest to reach all of those thirty-seven milestones. The accolades just keep building. And it's just incredible, and it's just another stat that is just shows not only what an incredible player he is, but over such a long period of time as well. Yeah. Um, and that's you know, showing no st- signs of slowing down, almost possibly about to clinch another scoring title at 37 years old. It's really phenomenal stuff. We're oh, it's
2: incredible. It just goes to show how incredible of an all-around player he is to achieve that milestone in all major statistical categories yep. is just unheard of.
0: Just quickly, just quick question about this. I saw a, a question during the week. Mm. Now, for as much as everyone says is the GOAT, LeBron the GOAT, mm. it's, a, it's a real big back and forth. <laughs> Do you think yes. there'll come a point when LeBron's career is done that the counting stats will be so far superior just in terms of, you know, mm. points, assists, everything of the kind, it'll be so far superior to Michael Jordan that it will give
2: some more weight to the fact that he can be considered the GOAT? In my opinion... That's I, a
0: deep question because we could go yeah, on about this all day. It is,
2: but I feel like, well, in my opinion, the longer you're out of the game, the more your legend grows. So what people... Wait, the longer
0: you're out of the game?
2: Yes. Yeah, like, so the so if you're, you've are you retired and you've been out of the game for 10 years, so people will be paying attention to your career and your yep. st- statistics far more than they did when you were currently playing. Absolutely. And that's what I think is going to happen with LeBron, to be perfectly honest with you. I would not be surprised if in another... You know, five, ten years after he hangs up the um, old boots that you know, people might be looking at him greater than Michael Jordan and some people already do. So who knows? I don't want to get into that because that's a that's yeah. a so that's, that's a, a topic for like, another day. Like, double do, do, you header think, episode.
0: Lee, do I think do you think that that like with the, the, the I guess the pure weight of mm. statistics that he'll have the, like far superior counting numbers than MJ. Do you think it'll give weight to his GOAT status? Well, oh, I think so. But
1: in saying that, I know everyone's GOAT talk is subjective a little bit, but it it's a no-brainer that accolades go into the GOAT talk. Absolutely. So I'd yep. say yes.
0: Well, there you go. How about this then? There's another little point from me. Yeah. In the 2017-18 season,
2: mm.
0: do you know what team finished 13th? Couldn't tell you.
2: Know. Uh, in what conference? Uh the Western Conference. 13th, probably 17-18. Was that wouldn't have been the Kings? No. No.
1: 2017-18, like New York. Timberwolves.
0: Did you say New York? Yeah. The West. Ah, oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were talking about. No, well, I'll give you a clue. It was, it was the Dallas Mavericks, 13th place in 2017-18. That would okay. make sense. Yep. Yeah. 14th place, the Memphis Grizzlies, oh. and 15th place, the Phoenix Suns. <laughs> Fast <laughs> yeah, forward changes. to today. Phoenix Suns are number one. The Memphis Grizzlies are number two and the Dallas Mavericks are number three. Yep. What an incredible turnaround for all three franchises in just a handful of years. Like it, like I saw that and I I was just, just blown away by, Mm. you know, you look at the Suns now since that kind of that bubble turnaround, they have become a powerhouse. They have. Yep. Since Dallas got Luka Doncic become, you know, they haven't quite delivered to the level we thought they would, but they are right in and around the mix. And the Grizzlies, you know, a team I've written off for the last few years. Even mm. this year,
2: my expectations weren't that high. They are right up there as well. It's a phenomenal turnaround. It's it's incredible. And the other thing is, it's all about how the franchise is run because you look at teams like, for example, Sacramento. And I know we've gone on in the past about how mediocre Sacramento ah. are. But they... Wait, do
0: we, is it, was that the word we used for our, <laughs> our swear jar here? Mediocrity. mediocrity. Yeah, mediocrity. Ding, there it is. it Dollars.
2: goes. Um, but, you know, a lot of credit has to go to the organisation yep. as a whole because some franchises such as Sacramento get these Marvin Bagley-type players, but you don't see them rising back up the standings. I so
0: hope we've got some Kings fans <laughs> yeah. I so hope we've got I Kings fans and listeners. I
2: would be legitimately surprised. But, yeah, unbelievable effort. It's crazy how time changes. It gives you hope to some of these bottom-dwelling teams, doesn't yep. it? I
0: think, was it last week or the week before we poised a question? Uh, would you rather be on the Rockets or the Magic? Let yes, me let yep. me flip that around just quickly and pose it this way: Out of Go those three it. franchises, if you were a player coming into the league at the minute, yep. would you rather be on the Grizz, Mavs, or Suns? Suns, like <sighs> in I, It's
1: like I think the chemistry is such a big thing for me. Oh yeah, like, I do
0: love
2: that. Imagine going to the Suns and like um, you don't reckon yeah, yeah, Mark Cuban
0: will it. show you a good time?
2: Uh, you would, no. no doubt. But I. I... Yeah, I'd actually go with the Memphis Grizzlies to be perfectly Chris, honest with yeah. you. The young core, how exciting would it be? You're all coming up at the same time. Well, that's Bro, it. Roy would be a veteran on the Grizzlies. No. Oh, <laughs> oh, don't do him like that. <laughs> he would you. be too. Oh, he's done me so oh. dirty there. I'd be looking down at Buddy yeah, like He was a Your know, young brother. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Lee, you've thrown me off. <laughs> you that's, really, that's
0: a fair shout-off. I reckon got you got me where that. it hurts. Good, good shout <laughs> Now I can
1: go to the Grizzlies. You can go to Heat with the Udanis Haslam. All right. Oh, man. Oh, come I, on. I tell you what at don't least kick that makes you feel wise, a don't. little bit better oh, yeah, really. i usually bash on like nick for stuff it's never really right yeah, yeah, it's good i
0: like it no, I, I like it today fellas anything <laughs> else from nba odds and ends no oh, we're moving on very quickly after that
2: beautiful
0: <laughs> from the nbl lads yeah last night the jack jumpers played adelaide it was really a back and forth game there and um coming out of it into the fourth quarter the jack jumpers were down by around six at one point in the fourth there and it was yep. looking like oh this could be trouble and really for their title contention or i guess playoff hopes mm. uh, it really was a must win game and that's when josh adams <sighs> turned it on the boys won 80 to 72 mm. adams dropped 31 points after a really really commanding fourth quarter on both mm. ends of the floor and it sets up oh. a massive game tomorrow oh, an God. absolutely massive game down here in my state bank arena yep Tassie jack jumpers play the sydney kings and <sighs> what is a huge game in terms of playoff aspirations, in terms of just excitement factor, and in terms of myself, my um, my your, back pocket here. Your bank account. Yep. Shout out to the blokes, absolute legends from the Fifth and Dribble podcast, guys. Check them out, incredible podcast talking yep. everything NBA, NBL, and NRL. Um, the lads from New South Wales they've they've thrown out thrown down the gauntlet during the week and want to have a little wager. Mm-hmm. So I've raised my hand here. Put What's my, up for grabs? Put my, put my cape on. We have a uh, a carton on the line. Okay. So a couple of sweet tin musics there on the line. I tell you what though, it's hard. The Kings are currently riding oh. a nine <laughs> a nine game win streak. Oh. They are looking like probably the form team in the league at the moment. That being said, I have a complete and a hundred percent utter faith in the Jack Jumpers here. So what I. we saw from Adams yesterday, hopefully he can have that continue. Maget can. Get a couple of points on the board as well. Particularly at home. Particularly yep. at home. We'll, been be, we'll be in attendance for that game there. We will be. So looking forward to that. I uh, I might, um, you know, I know there's a carton on the line, but I'm looking forward to hopefully sinking a few bevs tomorrow into getting that party started. <laughs> yes. But it, it should be good. It's going to be a wicked game. And if we get a win there, we are knocking on the door of a playoff appearance. Yep. You know, at the minute, it's pretty commanding. Melbourne United are going to be there. It's looking like the Sydney Kings are almost a lock as well. Yep. But Perth then are going between, to be there. Well, they're they're kind of in and around the mix: Illawarra, Perth, Southeast Melbourne, Phoenix, yeah. and us are in it. But you would you would think Perth are going to Perth be there. Perth will be there. What um, is it like? It's an 18 year run or something It's yeah, the it longest continuous, I guess, finals appearances for a sporting
2: team in Australia across all kinds. So but back to the Jack Jumpers because we love talking about the Jack Jumpers, regardless of if we make the playoffs this year or Phenomenal not. Phenomenal season. Absolutely perfect inaugural season yep. for the Tassie Jack Jumpers. We really couldn't have asked for any more. And mind you, doing it over the last month or two without Will Magna. Without, you, yeah,
0: yep. exactly right. Who's such a key cog? One of the best bigs in the league. Uh, adds such another dimension to what they do on both ends of the floor. So it really has been, you know, hard on the sleeve effort. Um, mm. That's- it's wicked. I'm looking forward to seeing our mate Scott Roth tomorrow. Sky up. Uh, so, guys, Man. looking forward to that big game. Check our socials. We'll be... Uh, I, I tell you what, though the reception's not great there in my State Bank Arena, but nah. we'll be trying to keep posts um, active and uh, I guess gauging the excitement of how I'm feeling <laughs> on our on our bet based on the yes. scoreline. But um,
1: so, where do you need to send a carton to if you lose?
0: Uh, to New South Wales, but uh, what's I, I, the shipping on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm just Ooh, thinking we no. might just, do just the, the old uh, send the cash. Uh, yeah, yeah, BSB <laughs> account number, please, boys. Because yeah. I was thinking that when we said it, I was like, that that's gonna be. That's going to be pretty costly the on the other bank balance. The but, old 2 um, yeah. I don't yeah. care as long as I win. I don't care. They can send me the carton. <laughs> oh, good. Fellas, let's move ahead.
2: Daily dribble.
0: Now, favourite part of the show, isn't it? It's got it to is. be the favourite part of the show. It is time to pay the bills, lads. Right. Our friends at Manscaped. Hey, what a tune by the way. It, yeah, it's every weird. time it turns has no, so got so, a real yeah, bob to it. Yeah. We love it. Yes. Guys, our partners at Manscaped, we are super, super proud to be aligned with them. Not only for everything they do in terms of the products, yep. in terms of their commitment to helping, you know, aspiring podcasters and entrepreneurs in terms of partnership, yep. but also what they do in terms of testicular awareness, cancer awareness. Yep. Um, April is testicular careness awareness month. Oh,
2: That's that rolled up to your tongue, didn't that? Damn. That
0: wasn't bad. Um, but we're super proud. They have really got a real emphasis this month on making men aware that, you know, you need to get checked. Absolutely. You know, so important. We love, we have a smile, we have a laugh about our balls and whatever else. But one thing to not laugh about is cancer. No. Um, so we're super proud to be aligned with with Manscaped for the month. We're going to be running through some stats, running through a few things during the month, promoting some new products that we've got here next week, um, but just wanting to make all men aware that, you know, get checked. Yeah, absolutely. There's nothing embarrassing. There's nothing you know your, about it. exactly right it is your health on the line so we yeah. cannot speak highly enough of getting checked and i guess raising awareness so we're super proud about what manscapes doing and to be aligned with them sorry sometimes. but
1: i absolutely love it like it does get slipped under the rug a lot because there is that taboo and embarrassment about it but like just just even in the shower you should like often just like check downstairs if there's any lumps, you go to the go to the GP. Absolutely, Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I, I I tell you what, you're you're in for a real treat because I, I did a couple of years ago. I got a a swift kick the old nutsack. Oh, never, 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 nice. Went for a little life. checkup and uh, I was, it was it was felt a little bit embarrassing at the time. But I tell you what, the, the cool gel they put over your your, your nutsack there, it, uh, <laughs> it's quite refreshing and soothing.
1: So um, if we're on yeah. that track, I had a testic testicular. Abortion. Do you
0: remember that? Oh, so, oh yes. yeah. So oh. that's like twisted nuts, Twisted
1: nuts. I was in tears Numbuff. at my nanopause on the toilet. I went to the hospital, got my nuts chopped open, stitched back
0: up. Yeah. But well, check your balls. Well, this, this ad reads taken a deep, dark turn, yeah, but that, I, you're absolutely right. Guys, 100% on board with what Manscaped are doing. We love it. Yeah. If you want to join us, not only in terms of raising awareness for testicular cancer, but also getting products to help your nuts look as fresh as possible for when you go get a check. Mm. Use that code just below, yep. manscaped.com.au, Dribble20 for 20% off as well as free shipping. Um, super, super keen next week to unveil some new products as well with you. So yes. thank you once again for the support, Manscaped. Sir. Lovely. Fade it down. Fade it down. I love it. I love it. Very excited for these new products. Yes. Very excited. A lot to look forward to there, lads. So. Without further ado, though, the main course for today's episode was looking at the all NBA teams. Mm. So let's get into that. Daily dribble.
2: Beautiful. Two transitions in about two minutes. Love I that. know.
0: And I tell you what, we're going at a good strike rate, right, <laughs> aren't we? We got, we got carried away the other week with it. Oh, we? I, I it's still, my favorite
2: button on the soundboard.
0: That's I think because what, what have we been going now? Like two and a half years, I think, roughly since the take. podcast yep. inception. Yep. We've had, had the soundboard now for probably two months. Yeah. Yes. I think we're just trying to make up for the last two and a half years, trying to cram in as many transitions as possible. Do you know what I'm right?
2: looking forward to? We'll What's get on, into mate? this, but just adding a few more sounds to the yes, soundboard. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Having a cheeky push every now and then. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Um, this, Pushing buttons. Yes.
0: <laughs> Normally, I like to push Lee's. might like to push yours, yes. but pushing the... Uh, the old soundboard there. Sorry, I'm,
1: I'm, but I'm so far over. Let me have a
2: push. Daily dribble. <laughs> oh, I thought we were about to get
0: four or five transitions. I want it really just absolutely hammered the button. Lee just <laughs>
2: lost his button virginity over here. <laughs> and look at the smile wow. on his face. You can't wipe it off. No. <laughs> My goodness. The oh, big red dear. button. What sound do you make, Lee, when Nick pushes your button? What do you mean? What, what's your sound when Nick pushes your button? Dude, I don't know. That's, a, that's an obscure question. No. Sorry, I just want to keep it's you in like As long as you're awake. It's like a growl. Like a high-pitched growl. It's, it's the steam coming out there. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's yes. it. kettle.
0: Absolutely. Fellas, yep. hey, so- guys, we love doing this. As we said, this is no easy task trying to condense all the league's talent down into 15, team, uh, 15 no. players, three teams. Yep. Uh, it is always a big point of debate, controversy. Um, yes. But nevertheless, we would love to hear what you guys think about teams. Where we went right, where we went wrong. Let us have it. We're big boys. We can take it. Hit us up on our mm-hmm. socials. We're always up for a chat. Big thank you to everyone during the week that got involved. We've had a yeah. couple of good, uh, good conversations on our posts during the week. Um, we love it. So a big thank you for all the continued support. Yeah. Let's do it, lads. Do I you can... want to start with the nah, thirteen start or first things first? Let's go do that. I can. I can. Because it might first, be pretty solid. So let's start. Two guards, two forwards, and a center in these teams. That's the format we've run with. Okay. Um. So, Lee, with your All-NBA first team, mm-hmm. what have you got for me, pal? I've got in those guard spots, I've got Ja
1: Moran and I've got Luka Doncic. Sure. In the forward positions, I've got Giannis Antetokounmpo yep. and I've got LeBron James. Now, he, was, he could have been very interchangeable with Jason Tatum, but yep. I, I've chosen LeBron James. A lot of people are saying, oh, he's stat padding. He's shooting bloody 53% from the field, so he's not yep. stat padding. He's just playing great ball. And at that centre position, I, I've gone with Embiid. Um, and I know there's a bit of up and down between Embiid and Jokic. Yep. But if you want to hear my opinions on who, why I'm choosing Embiid, watch that debate segment <laughs> a couple of weeks back because I'm not going
2: into it. <laughs> and it, it hasn't either. changed
0: since then, the hasn't last couple changed.
2: of weeks of yeah. Very hotly contested debate that was. Well, was. we
0: might rip all rip through our first team. Then we'll have a bit of a discussion about it. Okay. Uh, for my guard spots, I like to have Luka Doncic and Ja Morant. Yep. In the forward positions, I have Giannis and... I, against all judgment, like, I, I didn't see myself going this way. I went Jason Tatum. Okay, JT, yeah. Yes. And then in the centre position, I've gone
2: the big man, Nikola Jokic. Jokic, yeah. yep. Don't mind that. Um, in my guard positions, I've likewise gone Ja Morant and Luka Doncic, both been incredible. Um, forward positions, LeBron James, Giannis, and Tetacumbo. And centre position, I've gone with Nikola Jokic. I think he's MVP this year.
0: Okay, now let me... Pose this question to you guys, Just as we, isn't it funny that the the Lakers guy here didn't go LeBron?
2: It, I, I would I, not have picked that in a trillion years. I, like, I, I and the Celtics guy didn't go JT. I, yeah, well, exactly. He's, he's coming, up. He's I, coming I, up. I had him. I
0: had LeBron there initially, and then just after, I, I did a lot of chopping and changing with all three teams. It was really a battle doing this. But yep. for your mind, do you think without LeBron, like the Lakers, they would be down right near the bottom? Like they have looked. Awful at times, yeah. Um, but it feels as if you know, for as much as stab pat, stat padding as there is, mm. LeBron really has been that shining light to help carry them this mm. season, has he not? Yeah, well, I shudder. That, is that why you,
2: yeah, I, I shudder to think where the Lakers would be without his efforts this year, yeah, and I yep. shudder to think where you'd be, Nick, because oh, mate, you'd be in a dark corner somewhere. Tell you what, fetal I'm, position.
0: I'm, I'm hanging on for grim death at the minute, <laughs> I'm getting ready to curl up and start rocking yeah. back and forth. Yep. Based on today's game of the Pelicans, that'll be a contributing that'll be the deciding factor. factor. Yeah. Um. But for yourself, Leaf, yeah. but like LeBron, it's just you know sheer weight of numbers what he's doing. I guess trying to drag this team as much as he can. Trying. You know, it's no easy feat. But and he's doing it at 37 years of age, so you you can't really look
1: past that. I I, I wanted to get your opinion on team success and how that um you know it affects it correlates with yeah how it correlates can. it because I saw a lot of people saying. If they don't put, if someone doesn't put JT Jason Tatum in their first NBA old Team, and he's led them to that number one spot in the East, like that's saying yeah. something. Yeah. What do we think about that? I
2: uh, uh, it holds a little bit of weight. I don't think uh, it holds enough to determine whether a player will be on the All First Team or Second Team. Um, yeah, I don't look too much into that. To be honest, That's hard
0: because they've done so well. Like you look at what they're doing on both ends of the floor. They've got the number one ranked defense in the league. Jason Tatum plays a role in that, but he's not a key, cog. So they're such a well-rounded team. They are, um, yeah. It's not as if it's like the Lakers where LeBron's pretty much single-handedly having to do everything. Yes. Like They've got more contributors on a regular basis, I guess, which gives more, you know, I guess, strength to the argument that you wouldn't have Tatum in that first team. Mm. Um, that being said, though, all three of our, our guards, we've got the same ones there, Luca and Jar. Has that been something... Like, especially as of late, the second half of the season, Le- Lucas started quite slow. He did. But he's playing near at an MVP level as well, isn't he? He's been phenomenal
2: lately. And the Mavs up to third in the West as well. I still find it unbelievable that the Mavs are sitting at third based off the fact that their second best player is Spencer Dinwiddie. And <laughs> yes. I know, I know, I, I love it. I have been. Wait, did the, you say second best uh, in the Mavs? Four. Uh, no, he's probably second. Oh, who are you
0: thinking? I was going to say Jalen Brunson. That guy yes. is. I weird. love. I do love Jalen. Yes. I am yep. so yep. high on him.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I thought. I think I might
0: have given, or maybe not. He he was my pick for sixth man of the year, but then he's come into the starting lineup mm-hmm. and yeah. bowled
2: out. I guess yes. my point with but but J- yeah, no, sorry. Da- yeah but no, my point with the Dallas Mavericks though is it's not like apart from Luca, they're not a star-studded team. They've just got a lot of sort of role players. They are yeah. fun. Chip on their shoulder. Chip sort of, on their yeah. shoulder. Hopefully, get
0: Timmy Hardaway back just to have yes. another offensive option yep. off the bench. Now, I think yep. that's his role. It they look pretty, yep. pretty solid in that um, in that small ball lineup they've currently got going at the moment. Jar Morantley, how mm. do you feel? Do you think now again it comes back to what he's done in the number sense? Mm. But as we spoke about last week, you look at their record mm-hmm. without him. Yeah, like and they're, they're... they've been doing better without him. Yeah, or based on record, does that almost take away a little bit from what uh, Jar's doing? I don't think so because they're they're
1: fantastic with him as well. And the leap he's made and the excitement he brings to the game is and also the stats he brings. That all these um combine to why I put him on my first team. Yeah. Like there's other players you could put in there and we'll get to them later. Mm-hmm. But I think for me, Gi is deserving of that first one. Bell is all pretty pretty solid
0: across the board there. I don't but, think any two big su-
1: surprises. Not too big surprises. I just want to have a rant before we move on to that second team. Look at the
0: steam you're coming Steem out of the ears again here. We go. I feel here. like I better start pushing some pushing some buttons here. What <laughs> do you got? Let, let's have it. Oh, I oh, I God. find it Except
1: the time. I find it absolutely utterly ridiculous that Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic are eligible for the center spot and the forward spot on the NBA old team. Yeah. Now they've played both of them have played <laughs> zero minutes at that forward spot. Yeah, and to cater to just the, they've just started it this season, just to cater for both Ooh. of them to get yeah. in the NBA All First Team is just ridiculous. When you look back in history, when you had players like Kareem, like David Robertson, Shaq, like all players in that kind of era competing yep. for that yep. NBA old team and to just cater
0: for these two now, it's not fair. I'm 100%. Give me a little fist bump there, man. Because normally say. I love riling you up and we, you and I Agreed. love a good debate. But I'm 100% on board with you. I think it is just ridiculous the way that's being done. Yep. Um. And I think, what do what you guys, how do you feel about this? Going yeah. forward, do you think they should make it? almost scratch positions. Yes. Five best mm-hmm. players you get awarded all NBA first team. If they're going to do this, you know? yes, definitely. Like because it it, it does trying to cater uh, like trying to change circumstances, trying to force people into categories that they've not been a part of all year, mm-hmm. it detracts from the actual like I guess the weight of being all NBA first team when you've yeah. kind of been you know, given the position that's not rightly yours. Uh, I'm 100% in agreement here. Me too. Me too. And, and it is very frustrating.
1: And if, like, you're in Bede or if you're Jokic and you make that second
0: team, um, you just take it at on the, the, the day, you take it on. At the, the end of the day, no one looks at if you're first, second or third team. They just say... they All NBA. Yeah, you've made yep. all 16 Literally times all NBA players. The top 15 players in the league right now. Yep. No, I'm 100% on board with you. I'm glad you said that, Lee, because... Yeah. I, I've got your back there, Jack. I wish we had a clapping sound effect. I uh, so do I. Standing we can't really use a transition. The daily dribble, okay. like we'll, we'll get on to that. Um, let's go ahead, row with the second team. I reckon now we might start to see some differences occur. What have you got for us?
2: Uh, at the point guard position, I have Stephen Curry. Incredible season when he hasn't been injured. Um, at the shooting guard position, I have Devin Booker likewise, along with Luka Doncic, has been incredible, particularly when, since CP3 has gone down. Um, small forward position, I have Jason Tatum. JT. Power forward position, I have Kevin Durant. Center position, I have Joel Embiid. All righty. Okay. I'll follow it up. Now,
0: I the first name I'm going to mention, I'll just put that I did look up position, what he was given. Yep. It's, it's a real coin flip as well in this regard, which makes I think I know where you're going to go. Just Um, In the two guard spots, I have DeMar DeRozan and Devin Booker. In the two forward positions, I've got Kevin Durant and LeBron James, followed in with center Joel Embiid. Mm -hmm. Okay. I've got in those guard positions,
1: Steph, and I've got Trey Young in there too. I do. Um, Forward positions, I've got Jason Tatum and KD. And at that center spot, I've obviously got um, Yokes. Trey
0: Young in the second team. Yep. I don't so, know, sorry, give me so who were you? you had
2: Steph Curry and Trey Young.
0: Yep, both of them. Oh,
2: how's that shooting from Beyond the arc? Oh, there you go. Yeah, okay. Like, near impossible um, to go. And he
1: he it was such a um, toss up between him and E-Book, but I've gone with Trey Young.
0: I'm I'm kind of shocked And neither of you guys there's not much love for Demar happening here. Well, I thought Demar was a small four, yeah, which is uh, why I didn't know I, it was, Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it's such a gray area yeah. And we could like it really is annoying. I think they need to scratch it. I reckon we petition that to the NBA.
1: I did <laughs> screenshot a um little thing saying what what presented Oh, that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I no, want to see, I see De Ma- DeMar DeRozan's play zero minutes at guard. Oh, what? He's played 91% at forward and 9% at centre.
2: That's okay. We, we're not going to change Nicky it now. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Zero oh. minutes at guard. Oh, that's alright. Yeah, okay. It's fine. It, in, that's okay. in saying that, like, it's hard to put a player of DeMar DeRozan's standards, particularly after the year he's had this year, in the third team. Yes. Like, if we're going just off players yeah. alone and how they've performed – God, he's probably one or two. Um, it, but-
0: it's kind of like the sense as well with like like PG as well. Like, Paul mm. George, do you consider him a guard? Yeah. Do you consider him, you know, a small yeah. forward? It, it's great. And uh, it same great. with LeBron. Like, he could be classified a center as well mm. or a point guard. It's, no, it's, I agree. Yeah, it's weird. So we'll press on, nevertheless, with the third team. Uh, in my two guard spots, I had Chris Paul mm-hmm. and Steph Curry. Mm hmm. Uh, the two forward positions, I had Pascal Siakam mm-hmm. and Jimmy Butler. And for that third center spot, I had Carl Anthony Towns. Lee. Okay.
1: I had D Book in my third team. I had Donovan Mitchell. I had DeMar DeRozan. I had Pascal Siakam, just like you. And I've put Kat at that center spot. It was very um, hard between Kat and Rudy Gobert, yeah. but I've picked Kat. Agree. Um, I
2: give more weight to offense. Don't yeah. We? Yeah. Yeah, we have to. Um, I've gone with CP3 at my one, Donovan Mitchell at my two, Damar DeRozan at the small forward, Pascal Siakam at the power forward and Karl-Anthony Towns at the centre position. To be honest, I could very quickly, just looking at what we've just said,
0: bump Jimmy Butler out of that third team, put put Damar down into a fourth yeah. spot and bring in, like, yeah. I had just as notable omissions. I had, like, Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Trey Young, another yeah. guard in there, easy. But, yeah. um, yeah, just on that, so, Siakam, I tell you what, the Raptors, they're currently sitting sixth. They're only, mm-hmm. I believe, half a game or a game behind the Bulls there for fifth, only two games back of fourth. They have really come along in leaps and bounds and surpassed my expectations, they've feel, been wicked. I
2: feel like they've almost gone under the radar, they as have as well. Like, 100%. They haven't got zero attention. I don't know if it's because they're up there in, in the what's it called, Maple Leaf, Maple Leaf, Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> up in the great north there. They've been forgotten about almost. Um, they've had Pascal Siakam, like he and his season as well, has gone. Under the radar. Yes. I think he's yeah. he's he hasn't had many off nights. And I know this firsthand because I've had him in my fantasy team.
0: I'm glad but... we got him in there, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad we did. Yeah. Like, they, it's good that he is getting some recognition, whether it's from us or other media yeah. outlets out there. Like He's starting to gain some traction and uh, putting in consistent performances mm-hmm. now, Lee.
1: I mean, because we hadn't seen that in the past. We hadn't seen yeah. consistent performances from Pascal Siakam, and now we are. On terms of the Raptors, I think coming into the season – with Kyle Lowry exiting. We had him
0: low, didn't we? We, did,
1: we, we had him low, but I'm also had him. I, I assumed they wouldn't have a sense of direction and they'd be a bit lost without Kyle Lowry. They've mm. completely <laughs> silenced me because yeah. they're sitting six and they're looking great. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yep. No, it's awesome to see. Just uh, quickly before we move on, lads, still quite a bit to get through. So as I said, my biggest notable omissions were Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland, Trey Young. Rudy Gobert. Did mm. you guys have any other big names that mm. came to mind that you left out, or you're you're pretty happy with how your teams?
2: Went? They're, they're the main ones, I reckon. I can't think of any which I've any others I've given really strong consideration to. Yep. But it just goes to show there's so many good individual performers this year in the NBA. Like Ooh. we've had three, we've had fifteen spots, and there's still you know more that thoroughly deserve a spot.
0: Before we move on, Lee, do you want to quickly just rip through your three teams again, just yep. for, just so. Out there, you guys can uh, let us know who went the best. Okay.
1: First team, Ja Moran, Luka Doncic, LeBron James, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. My second team, I've got Steph Curry, Trey Young, Jason Tatum, got Kevin Durant, and I've got Nikola Jokic. In third, I've got Wet Like Book D Booker. I've got <laughs> Donovan Mitchell.
0: I've got DeMar DeRozan. I've got Spicy P, Pascal Siak, and I've got Kat. Excellent. I'll follow that up. In my first team, I've got Luka Doncic, Ja Morant, Giannis, Jason Tatum, and Jokic. Rounding out my second team was Demar Rosen, Devin Booker, LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Joel Embiid. And completing the trio of teams in the third team was Chris Paul, Steph Curry, Pascal Siakam, Jimmy Butler, and Carl Anthony Towns.
2: And best for last, um, I've got... Ja Morant, Luka Doncic, LeBron, Giannis, and Jokic in my first team. Second team, Steph Curry, Devin Booker, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Joel Embiid. Third team, CP3, Donovan Mitchell, DeMar DeRozan, Pascal Siakam, and
0: Cat. Fellas, very good. With these next two, we're going to do the old rookie first team and the old defense first team. We'll rip through these pretty quickly. Okay. Um, on the old rookie first team row.
2: All we'll rookie first team. So I've gone. So I reckon we'll be probably pretty similar. SMR. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I've gone with at the, in the guard positions, Cade Cunningham and our personal favourite, Joshie Giddy. Uh, small forward position, Scotty Barnes. Power forward position, Franz Wagner. And centre position, Evan Mobley.
0: Yep. Well, I'll just reiterate that. That was yep. my team as well. Yep. Um, to also be honest, mine. Also mine. Same team Paul as well. <laughs> well, there you go. The only thing that was. Uh, no, I was always going to put Giddy in, but like the only thing, Jalen Green has made a bit of a case in the mm. second half of the year as well. He's, he's been on a bit of a run. Um, he's looked really, really good as of late. So, you know, you could argue, especially with Giddy being out. Um, you know, I nearly put Green in. It was just for the fact that Giddy won those was it three or four uh, Western yeah. Conference Rookie of the Month players. The a road that I kind of gave it he to He got him. the
2: patriotism vote, didn't he? Absolutely. And the yeah. fact
0: that we're so high on him, you couldn't yeah. not put him in. So awesome stuff there on the old rookie team. Easy stuff. Lee, mm-hmm. what have you got for us in the old defense team? This one was hard. Mm,
1: was. It was. I have at the guard positions, I've got Marcus Smart and Macau Bridges. At the forward positions, I've got Jaron Jackson Jr. and Giannis onto Takumbo. And I've got Rudy Gobert at that center.
0: Okay, mm. this but is hard because guard. this it wasn't was too hard. Well, for it wasn't hard. The only like I, I'll just say, Mikael Bridges isn't in my team because I was looking. He, I, I saw him as a forward.
2: Ah, uh, so, yeah, he's a small forward. Uh, yeah,
0: no, we'll give it to you though. they the same out. as like, yeah. and that's beside that. If he was a guard, he would have made my team. Okay, so like he, he was very unlucky to miss out. But for my two guards, I had Marcus Smart and Drew Holiday. Yeah, mm-hmm. in the two forward positions, Jaron Jackson Jr. and Giannis. And my centre is actually Rob Williams.
2: Oh, I love that. Rob, yeah. Yes. Yep. No, that's incredible. Um, My guards, uh, Marcus Smart, who should win deep um, Theibel, um Matisse Ooh, a bit of Aussie
0: flavour. A bit of Aussie flavour. Yeah. Another patriot, patriotism
2: go. vote. Hand um, on your heart as you say it, mate. Oh, Yep. Um, small forward, Mikhail Bridges. Incredible. Power forward, Giannis. Centre, Bam Adebayo. Bam. Big Bam, yeah. Bam,
0: Bam was an... Uh, Honorable mention for me, likewise Evan Mobley as
2: the rookie was—he wasn't far away. He He was in and around the mix. It's crazy to have a—I don't know who the last rookie who would have been in deploy contention would be. Uh, It's hard to—it's hard to know off the top of the head. Yeah. Oh, I tell you
0: what—he was in and around the mix. I was trying to find a way for him to get in there as I was looking through notes and watching some footage, some stats and whatnot. I was like, oh is there a world in which I can get him in? And he just missed out. But what a wicked season for him. Oh, he's been incredible. But a
1: quick fact, sorry, can I just say this? In the 39 years of the Defensive Player of the Year being implemented into the NBA, only one point guard has won it, and that was
0: Gary Payton in 96. The glove.
1: (laughs) Yeah, so I really hope Marcus Smart can win.
0: (laughs) So do I. It has been an award dominated by the big men. Yep. yeah, it'd be wicked to see that narrative change because you can see if Marcus Smart wins it this year. You know, you certainly see a world in which the next couple of years Thiebaud wins it, mm. um, you know, and Mikhail Bridges as well, even as a forward, you can see yep. him winning it mm. too. So it might it might be a bit of a turning point with the award
2: that it starts to transition
0: more winners in that guard. Is, is it just roles. me,
2: just with Mikael Bridges quickly, um, has he transformed his game I to swear. a certain extent? Because I, think so. I always thought Mikael Bridges was a... Pure like stand and shoot three point shooter from the corner, knock 100%. it down every single time. 100%. I never knew he had as much defensive
0: ability as he did. I'd almost felt like when he got that, what was the contract he got? Was it like four years, ninety million or something? Yeah, it was a hefty one. No, it was yeah, a hefty one. Yeah. I, I almost feels as if at that point, going into it, the franchise said, "Right, we'll give you the bag, but we need you to do X, Y, and Z for us." Yep. Show up on. You both know, teams. hypothetical, of course, but it looks like he is doing that. Like since yep. that point, his game has transformed. Uh, he is locked down and having that weapon on the offensive end as well. Huge. Massive. Massive. Huge. Lads, well done there. I think we've uh, done a pretty pretty good look. I think all three of our teams are very, very <laughs> solid in the All-NBA guard, Unanimous across the board in the All-Rookie category there yep. and for the defensive teams. Very happy with on. that. Guys, as we said at the top of the show, we'd love to hear what you think, where we went right, where we went wrong. Have at us. Let us know. <laughs> is it Lee? Is it myself or is it Ro? Who did the best job here today? Good stuff. Let's move ahead. The Daily Dribble. Okay, we're going to do again the week that was just in these kind of rapid questions. Um, Quite enjoying getting these hard hitting questions done in a quick time frame. It just puts you like a hot potato, isn't it? It does.
2: Keeps you on your toes. So,
0: a couple of questions here today for you lads Mm. Spurs or Lakers? Who's making the plane? Spurs. Yeah, at this rate. Actually, isn't AD coming back though? Uh he's I need to have a look he, him and LeBron were both game time decisions for today. Look if if like A D
1: and LeBron can play like ninety percent or like eighty percent of the
0: games remaining, I'll go Lakers. Tell you what, they've got a bloody tough schedule remaining to <laughs> Damn, their schedule <laughs> sucks. Yeah. I think today like they've got um the Pelicans today, which is not gonna be an easy game. The only other easy game they have with teams below them Thunder. is the Thunder. Yeah. Mm. They've got, yeah. you know, a horrible, horrible looking lineup. The Warriors, the Nuggets, a couple of other teams—it's not looking good. So you're saying, well, within that (laughs) one,
1: probably the Spurs. And if they're coming up with against like Bucks and Seventy Sixers, I'll go Spurs. Spurs,
2: boys, Spurs for me. Oh shit! Back your your boys.
0: All right then, purple and gold. (laughs) They're getting there. They're getting there. A very non-confident pick. Um. Okay. In the MVP race, then, Mm -hmm. has Giannis
2: jumped Embiid? Do you think? Yes. He has. He yep. certainly has. Um, for a long time there, and I w- it would just be a quick answer, but for a long time there, it was Joel Embiid and Nikola Jokic yep. as the clear one and two. And Giannis mm-hmm. was just making up the numbers in that third spot. But pretty
0: clearly ahead. But pretty, the pretty clearly ahead. Yeah.
2: But now he he his performance in the last few weeks, he's in that number two spot for mine now. Well, it's, it's hard for me to say because I've talked so
1: highly about Joel Embiid and I'm not taking anything away from Joel Embiid's seasons so because it's been outstanding. But mm. I'm gonna say he's jumped to that spot as well. I think I saw like the last, like ten games of Giannis, and his points were just like 35, 40, 45, yeah, it's crazy, 30, forty-five. He's unstoppable.
0: And like doing it the other day, big win against the Nets. OT hit that, oh. hit that huge three to force the OT there. And the block. Oh, oh. he's um. Do you think so? I guess if, let's say they're one and two. Yep. On the fact of recency bias and storyline, who gets a nod? You've got the reigning champion Jokic, but you've also got the 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 two time back to back champ before that, Giannis. Do you mm. which way do you err inside oh. of a narrative for that? Are you mm. saying
1: right now or at the end of the season? Because let's say right now. I can say right now, I cannot say towards
2: the end. I'm gonna go um Jokic. Yeah, look, I've I've backed Jokic for a little yeah. while now. I think he's still in he's still at a number one spot for mine.
0: What if what if the Bucks can clinch like the first or second seed? Does it change? If if honestly, if Giannis has
1: the games he's been having the last ten, God, I'd say Giannis
0: takes it in um, terms of the mm. scoring title and the MVP. This has got to be probably the closest races we've ever seen. Yeah, this is incredible, sure. and it's really it feels like it's going to come down for both of those both those accolades the last game. As
2: Lee said, it's decimal points at the moment. It is.
0: It yeah. is. It's in, it's incredible. I'd love to um. Yeah, I tell you what, we just need to sit down and soak in it all because we will <laughs> never have a race again like this. No. With three, in both categories, three top-tier contenders. You know, it's a game of millimetres, and it feels at the moment one bad game, yep. especially on the scoring front, and MVP, is going to cost them. Yeah. Um, so and looking forward to seeing how I'll tell goes you another out.
2: thing we might may never see again, and that's a 37-year-old averaging 30 points yeah. oh, for the season. Oh, I, I isn't it crazy? It.
0: It's just... I can't process it. No, yeah, three 37 years, old, years right. old. Yeah, it's thirty-seven. If, my, if I can it. still squat at that point, I will be absolutely stoked. <laughs> yes, incredible yep. stuff there, um, lads. It's been a, it's, it's hard because they've had a lot of injuries this season, especially in the back half. They've weathered the storm, but will Cleveland? win the playing matchup. We see them in the playoffs.
1: Or who's in that. Right so
0: now. at the moment, they currently sit as the seventh seed. Yeah. Um, at the time of, so I guess excluding today's games, because everything changes so quickly, they would be facing Brooklyn mm. in the opening round. Mm. Then they would play either, if they were to lose that, they would play the winner of the
1: Hornets and Hawks. If they're um, versing mm. Brooklyn in the first round, they Because it seems two and like two and a
0: half games back now of the Raptors in sixth. It doesn't seem like they're going to make the playoffs. Initially, yeah. Um, so, so, sorry, so they're not going to beat Brooklyn. Sorry, they're not going
2: to. Who
1: was the other team? Hawks and who? Charlotte. Hawks and, Charlotte. They're not winning. So that's it.
0: You reckon the the Cavs season? Cavs,
2: yes. Oh, so. Take the teal glasses off. I reckon. <laughs> you reckon they don't
0: win one or two? Um, if they.
2: Um no. I'm, no, I'm
1: back of my boys. There you yeah. go. You got to. Yeah, you, you do
2: have to. Um, well, what do you think? I don't think they'll be getting past Brooklyn, but I do think they'll be getting past whoever they face out of Atlanta and, and Charlotte Hornets. They've had an incredible season this year. Almost be like it almost but, Sorry, yeah.
0: Sorry, just, just quickly, before you carry on, let me yeah. just put the little point on. At the moment, Brooklyn, Charlotte, and Atlanta all sit with a record of 40 and 37.
2: Yep. Mm-hmm. So that's
0: just based on the tie break. That is that is very interchangeable. It is. And Charlotte has a good good um good run home, by the way. Yeah, so there you go. No, so sorry, I should I'm, have man. mentioned that. They all three of that. 8, 9, and 10, the same exact record. Mm,
2: that's a tricky so one. That really um, kind of almost changes the equation. It really. throws a spanner in the works. I think, long story short, I'm still expecting Cleveland to make the playoffs. I hope
0: they do. Yeah. I really hope they do. I feel they deserve it. You know, they have battled a lot of injuries. They've really been the feel-good story of this year. Yeah, um, they have been. I, I, I've loved watching what they've done. Mm-hmm. Last question, fellas. If the Jazz flame out again this season, mm. will their call be broken up? Yep. In, you know, whether that's, it looks like it's either going to be the coach Quinn Snyder, or it's Rudy Gobert or Donovan Mitchell. Do yep. you think something changes this season? I think, and I, if so, what is the piece?
1: I don't. I don't think they have the guts to get rid of both Gobert and um, Donovan Mitchell. No, you'd think one. No, I don't even think any of them would leave. I think they. They. they think they're sitting pretty. Um, but I think they. You quit. reckon?
0: Yeah, they've flamed out the last like three years in a row.
1: You're I know, the but number they're, one they're such good players. They're they're literally like top twenty players.
2: Um, I but I do think they would probably get rid of Quinn. Yeah, maybe. I'm in the same boat as you. I don't think they're getting rid of either Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert. Um, as we always know in the NBA and in most professional sporting leagues, the coach is generally the first cab off the rank. Yes, and you I know. reckon as stiff as it will be, um, Quinn Snyder might be out of Utah um, come next season.
0: Oh, I tend to agree with you there. I would like to see a piece moved, a big piece, whether it's Gobert or Mitchell.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, I, 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 I'm not
1: saying
0: I wouldn't because I'd love to see one
1: of them move on. I just don't think they w- will do it.
0: It just feels as if they're very stagnant, like they, they're good, and that's where they're at. They're a good team. They're yeah. not a great team. They've been a, a great regular season team this year, not so much, mm. but it just feels very stagnant. Like every year it's the same thing, really good regular season, get the wins up. You
2: know, and then just flame out in the playoffs. Well, what we'll gets them over the line then in that case? Because I feel like they've got a perfect mix of I, – I do rate Quinn Snyder as a coach. Yep, as um, I. think he'll be valuable for whatever team he goes to if he does I go.
0: Tell you what, I'd be happy if the Lakers snavelled him up. say Frankie I, B.
2: I actually think that's a genuine possibility, yep. to be honest with you. Um, but then they've got, like, superstars, really good defensively and offensively. They've got depth. I'm yeah. It's just
0: it's a tough. It's game. funny, isn't it? And that kind of begs the question: What I think, like, do you need to get rid of one of these players to shake things up? Yeah. Who would of, you get rid of? Him? Um, in a league, as we were just saying, it feels like there's more weight on offense. Mm. I think you get rid of Gobert. Mm. I think you get someone who can oh, so maybe tough. you can't because even you've, that. you've got someone with that level of athleticism in Mitchell. You've got. I'm just thinking who. I'd be handy now in this day and age to have that stretch five, someone who can shoot the three ball a mm. little more convincingly, someone like a, a Vooch or a, you know, Miles Turner or mm. whatever the case may be, just something that's not so one-dimensional. Yeah. I am. Are we all going for this? Yeah. If you, yeah, <laughs> I, Go I'm going to. Open forum. It is so
1: hard, but I'm going to get rid of Spider. And I'm not, I actually think Spider is a better player and more exciting, obviously, mm. but we've seen. How teams can just fall apart or just not make it if they don't have a formidable center. Rudy Gobert is the most
0: formidable center in the NBA right now. And can I just say how dog's ass Mitchell has been mm-hmm. in the clutch this season? Yeah, that's in the true. last couple of minutes of games, I, I can't recall the stats, so I'm not going to give it half hearted, but he has been one of the worst in the league yep. in that last
2: couple of minutes closing out a game this season. Yeah. Sorry, I'd, That's all right. i sorry, I was done. Yeah, I mean, I'm with you. I'd probably get rid of Donovan Mitchell as well. I feel like Rudy Gobert's probably easier to place pieces around yep. him, and I think you'd probably get more for Donovan Mitchell as well. Yes. So I feel like I guess he's Donovan
0: more, Mitchell's that number one, isn't it? Gobert's is.
2: kind of that, like, he's the anchor, absolutely,
1: yeah, he's the anchor. Yeah.
0: He's not the one on billboards or things of the kind, he's not the big name-catching player. He's the meat and potatoes, as yeah. you would say, Nick. Yeah, the meat and potatoes, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Coming into uh, winter now down here, it's time for some uh, bangers and mash, <laughs> yes. isn't it?
2: Yes, please. An oh. absolute
0: favourite down here. But um, I tell you what, lads, we are closing in. I think a lot of teams now only have five, six, maybe seven at the most games yep. remaining. Over the next week, what are you most looking forward to? There you go, Ronnie, I, have a thing.
2: I'm really intrigued to see, even though I don't think they'll make it, I'm really intrigued to see if Lakers can something out of their backside to somehow.
0: Do you um, reckon they throw in the towel? Do you reckon it's like pack her up to Cancun and I, just. Uh, no, nah. I yeah.
2: reckon I reckon they're going to try for it. I reckon mm-hmm. LeBron and AD, they'll probably be back. Oh, Hopefully, know, today. T- today? Yes, Hopefully today. Today?
0: Yes, today. Yeah. Today was the rumoured. Uh, last time I saw before we started the show an hour ago, yeah. game time decision for both. Um, but today was that reported
2: day. I think <laughs> they'll have a genuine push at it. Don't think they'll make it. This might yeah. be biased, but
1: I am just so excited to see where the Hornets end up after the play and whether they can make it to the playoffs for the first time in however long.
0: Quick question for you, because we'll do, you know, once once the season's done, the finals are done, we always oh. love doing our season recaps. It's uh, all the grading and recapping, mm. you know, yeah. their, their season outlook. Genuinely after a few drinks. each other. Absolutely, yep. yeah. It's, I'm very keen for a beverage soon. Yep. But on that, Lee... If, they, if the Hornets flame out in the play and they don't make the playoffs,
1: mm-hmm.
0: is this season a failure? Yeah, I'm going to say it
1: would be yep. because mm-hmm. they have the pieces and they've built the culture to make it to the playoffs. And if
2: if they don't, I'd I'd say it would be disappointing. For me, I think I that, I, I, to be honest with you, I don't think it's a failure because I think I had them at nine. So they've mm-hmm. sort of, they haven't exceeded the my expectations. They're where I anticipated them to be, but... Yeah, I mean, I, as a Hornets supporter, Lee would have been, had higher expectations. Yeah.
0: I think it will just be considered a failure just for the fact that, um, you know, you want to get reps into these young guys, especially Lamelo, because he is the face of the franchise moving forward. But you want to get him playoff reps. So even if it's a 4-0 or a 4-1, just get, get, get these experience. young guys in there. So I think it will be considered a failure. It feels almost like a
1: backwards step. Apart it's, from like yeah. Gordon Haywood, I don't think any of those guys have had playoff experience
2: ever. It's yeah, the, maybe Terry Rozier when he was on the Celtics, it, but yeah, yeah, it's the winning culture that you want to integrate into these franchises before they only know what it's like to lose, and that's when they start to leave. And Absolutely. I think, I think the Hornets know, and
1: I know, like they're not going the stretch this year. I think it's within the years to come, but they'd see it as a massive win and such motivation just to make it to the eight or seven spot.
0: Exactly. Mm, um, for me, my thing I'm most looking forward to seeing besides the Lakers. Mm-hmm. um well i don't know if mm-hmm. i'm looking forward to seeing that but it's to see that eight nine ten spot in the east who who will face the cabs yeah, yeah. most likely unless they lose every game from here on out mm-hmm. but uh whether it's the nets the hawks or the hornets mm-hmm. it's going to be yep. an exciting little finish to the season there yeah indeed. guys it has been an absolutely massive episode today as we said the nba mm-hmm. nbl are playoffs are right around the corner Next week, we'll probably be looking at our playing matchups, looking at giving some predictions there. So super excited for that. Remember, Testicular Awareness Month here with Manscaped. Check your balls out. Give them a touch-up. We're all on board with it. Guys, like, subscribe, share. Wherever you listen to the show, we certainly appreciate it. And until next week, we're out of here. Let's go. Love you. Bye.